He is a man of God, and he has uh, something to share from God's Word tonight. So would you open your hearts, open your minds? Hopefully that won't be a problem for you. Anyways, welcome Willem Charles from Mountaintop Ministries. Lord bless you as you share, Willem. Thank you very much. Uh, it's a blessing to be here. Uh, it's always, uh, every time uh, we have to come to Iowa, and we're going to stop here at Dubuque, it's always a blessing. Uh, tonight, I really don't know where to start. Uh, this such a beautiful girl. Uh, uh, I never raised a daughter. That's why I gave her a kiss. <laughs> that was my chance to do that. But uh, pray that God's blessing will be upon her. And uh, no matter what, uh, God's hand will always be on her life. Tonight, I uh, just want to share a little bit with you. And uh, it's such a great blessing always. But tonight, before we started, I just want to recognize a few people here. I have my wife here. Where is she at? Where's my wife? Would you please stand up? She's not a, she's, she, <laughs> and I'll, I always have my son who's, a, he thinks he's a cool guy, you know, he doesn't understand. <laughs> and we also have Deb who's in charge of Martin Top Ministries in, 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 in the States, who's doing such a good job. It, it, it's good to do that, but I also am the kind of guy who's always grateful and, and thankful. Not only what God has done for me, but there's also one person I need to recognize. Because if it, if it wasn't for him, I would never be here. I know it was God's plan. And he do it. Would you stand up, please? Let's give God a great hand. Amen. And... Before I go any further, Pastor Matt and I, we've been friends. He's a good friend, and he's been to Haiti several times with his son. But last time, this year he was in Haiti, not long ago. We really never have time to spend time with each other. Him and Brother Dave... I got to know Pastor Matt in a different way. It seems like he's the kind of guy, you need to get him alone, don't get him in a crowd so you can see who he really is. And uh, him and Brother Dave, those, those two guys. But you know what? I saw him in Haiti. I did not only see a preacher. I did not see a pastor. But I see a servant of God. He was there to do whatever that needed to be done. And he was, make sure all of the benches are fixed. And carry those benches on his back. And him and Dave, you know those guys, they're white boys. They don't know how to climb the Haitians. (laughs) Every time I see them carrying those benches, I say, God, keep them safe, keep them safe. (laughs) I would tell them, let, let, let the Haitian boys take care of it for you. But it's just amazing and kneel down on his knees, both of them, and work so hard and to make sure and these kids. You know, he went beyond what he was supposed to be doing. But the thing that I learned, that God has given you a servant. Anybody can be a preacher. Anybody can preach. 
But not anybody can be a servant of God. So these two men, I will pray that you will pray for them. That God keep putting his, his wisdom upon their lives. And another problem he caused for me when he was in Haiti. We have a pastor's conference. We have about 75 pastors and leaders of the church that came. Some of them has to sleep over because it's a long way. And I, I was just, seems like I went back to Bible school. I have no idea how much God blessed him with the wisdom in the word of God. And those men were blessed by having him to teach. And they asked me to ask the church, if you ever don't need him, send him to Haiti. <laughs> and also a big request to have him back for another seminar for us in Haiti. Because the preachers in Haiti, they're dying for the word of God. So thank you so much, Pastor Matt. May God bless you. And uh, keep being humble. Because the work you were doing in Haiti, you weren't doing it for your church. There was nobody in your church that was looking at you. But the greatest thing about what you was doing, God was watching. Amen? God was watching. Praise God. We, 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 we do so much to please other people. Every day we spend our lives. The pressure of life and friends and church folks, everything. We're trying to please people. But I'm giving you, I'm, I'm going to encourage you tonight. If you have a chance to go do something for God, because that's what I learned from those two men. And I try to tell all of the Haitian pastors, you know what, you have no idea. This man is a very busy man. I don't see too many preachers who come to Haiti, to Martin Top. Wants to get their hand dirty. They want to sit in the corner and start studying the Bible and read the Bible. It takes them two weeks to get a sermon together. But Pastor Matthew was there and busy and, and helping set an example to these two, to our Haitian people. So thank you so much. Has, uh, I know you've been having a little weather problem up here. <clears throat> and I asked, I asked Andy to do it. What about those electric, electrical wires? He said, oh, they were down. It only took them six hours to put them back again. I said, are you serious? Six hours? In Haiti, it would take six months to get them working again. <laughs> and the street is all cleaned up in a matter of time. That's when people work together. Thank God for your country. Thank God for your country. As I was traveling a little bit. This is not my first time here. I've been coming here for many, many, many years. And I look all of this open space and I was hungry and I could not wait for later. I said, Dr. Andy, I'm hungry. You don't understand when a Haitian is hungry, he needs food. So he takes me to get some pizza. Praise God for Papa John's, whatever you call it. I don't even know what, what that place was. But we got some pizza. But while we're going away, I'm looking at all of this open space, green, Beautiful. And it looks like a little piece of heaven. Driving in the street. There's no trash. Everyone seems, everyone seems to be happy. Thank God for your country. It's a great country God putting you in. Every day you get up. 
praise him for that. Tonight, I want to share a little bit with you about a man they have not talked about him a lot. As a matter of fact, when I was coming here, I talked to a friend, and he asked me, what are you going to talk about? I said, I'm going to talk about Joseph. Joseph, they don't talk much about him. He's supposed to be the adopted father or the earthly father of Jesus. He's not someone that they talk much about. But Joseph had a great spirit. He had a great life. There's a lot of things we can learn from Joseph's life. The Bible said in the book of Matthew, if you have your Bible, let's open it in the first chapter of Matthew. This man was dating one of the most beautiful women at that time. To me, I don't think there's any beautiful woman in that time than Mary, right? Mary was a beautiful woman. And Joseph loved her. He loved her. And could not wait for the day for them to get married. Joseph was so excited having, having Mary as his wife. He can't wait. He was a hard worker. Trying to work hard so he can have his wife. But if I want to talk to you about something tonight, go back to where God has you. God has a place for you. Go back to where God placed you. In verse 19... Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, a good man, and not wanting to make her public example, was minded to put her away secretly. He didn't know what to do. Joseph had problem. He heard this woman of his is pregnant, but she never have. She's never been around a, a, a man. Sometimes the things of God might seem difficult for you to understand, but stick around. Don't get mad and run away. Stay around. If something doesn't please you, that doesn't mean you need to run. Stay around. And Joseph was so mad. In the, in the next verse, but while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord come to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. Do not be afraid, because what's taking place, those, those, those things that does not make sense to you, the things you do not understand, but God is in control of it. In Haiti, I try to tell my folks in the church, whatever that doesn't seem right, stick around. That doesn't matter whatever problem that's going on, stay around. And Joseph, look at her and listen to what God has to say and said yes to God. And there, God promised him. God gave him a promise. He said, that son Mary is about to have, he's going to be a great child. He's going to set his people free. He's going to be the one 
That's going to bring us back to God. He's not any ordinary son. This is all God's plan. But you're going to be great. If you just listen. That, was, that seems to be hard for Joseph to accept. It was hard for him. But he accepted it. Even he did not understand. There's a lot of things that's going on in Haiti. There's a lot of things that's going on. I do not understand. There are days I got tired. I do not understand. But all I know, God had made, made me a promise. And I need to stay right where he wants me to be. As Joseph agreed, his life become like a holocauster. And, 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 and next thing you know, the, the wife is about to have a baby. As the wife was about to have a baby, and, 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 and Joseph, his wife, and a little donkey. Just the three of them. And as they, the Bible said, they went to a nice place. It's a great, beautiful hotel. Great, beautiful hotel. And when they arrived, Mary was about to have a baby. But he went, Joseph took his wife, hoping to find a place so the baby can be born. The servant, all of those people that was there, they went and called the owners. They went and called all of, all of the great people. Tell them there's a woman outside who's in need. There's a woman out there, outside that's about to have a baby. Guess what? The greatest miracle of all mankind, every man from the very beginning until now, nobody had that chance to see the greatest miracle a man would ever want to see. God led His Son the hotel had a lot of people. There were a lot of money people. There were a lot of pleasure people. There's a lot of people that... Great, great people. God brought the blessings to him. So they can see the greatest miracle. Moses would do anything to see that happen. Abraham, Jacob, all of these great men. Even Adam would love to see something like this. All of the great men who ever lived. The Bible said John the Baptist, inside his mom's belly, he started kicking the ball like he's a good soccer player. He was playing soccer inside his mom's belly when he saw him. The problem we have tonight, there are some people that can see it. But God bless you. If you can be here tonight on a Saturday night, you were chosen to be here. You're not here by accident. There's not a friend that can make you come here. Only the man above. Only him can bring you into this place tonight. They said, there's no room. There's no room for him. Joseph, he was a responsible man. 
He was a great man. He was a great father. He was not complaining. Well, would you please give me a womb? He believed. Jehovah Jireh will provide. I don't know where. I don't know how. But he will provide. Whatever problem that's going through your life right now, don't expect people to understand you. God will provide. It doesn't matter what kind of problem that you have. Stop hoping that Pastor Matt can solve your problem. Stop hoping if you have a bench problem, bring it to him. He can fix it for you. If you have a table, your table has problem, bring it to him and Dave. They can put screws and put it together because I've seen them do it in Haiti. If you want to carry your bench, you can carry it. Call him. He can do it for you. I've seen him triple with it in Haiti. He's what kind of triple? I said, my God, God will please keep him, keep them safe. But Joseph, he took his wife and he kept walking. And next thing you know, a few poor men got to witness the greatest miracle of all time. See, God in person came down. They were rejoicing. When I'm looking like in, in, in my country, when I'm looking at the Haitian people, when I'm looking at those men, when Pastor Matt was teaching, they were hungry for the word. Pastor Matt, if we said we're having a conference going on here, it would be hard to find 75 church leaders to attend. But in Haiti, they will come quick. Those poor men, those shepherds, they run quick. And they saw the greatest miracle any man ever seen. The Savior was born. And Joseph took his son and take him home. As he took him home, problems started. But Joseph was always a faithful father. He was a responsible man. He knows how to be in charge of what God has placed in his hand. Remember, God called him to be where he's at, to be a blessing. Then as the child grew up, about two years, God come back to Joseph. He said, Joseph, take him to Egypt. Don't leave them in Israel. I want you to move. Take him away. Take him to a different land. And he never asked God questions. And Joseph took Mary. And a donkey, with not much, doesn't even know where he's going. He doesn't have a plane. He doesn't have a house waiting for him ahead. He has nothing. Just take a donkey. Because he saw God provided. And he knows God will provide again. And he took his son. No friend, nobody. And went to Egypt. 
Now, what, what I don't understand, you mean to tell me in Israel, they have the temple of God. In Israel, that's where the people worship. In Israel, that's where the presence of God is. You ask me to go to a voodoo country like Egypt? In Egypt, there's Pharaoh. They have all kind of witchcraft up there. They, are, they have all kind of voodoo up there. But God said to him, Take him! Go up there until I talk to you. God does not want you to leave where you are until you're sure He asks you to leave. God does not... You see, I love this country. I wish I could stay here and pick up the phone, call Papa John, said, I need some pizza. And they said in 15 minutes, believe me, we arrive in 15 minutes and they hand it to you. Back in Haiti, they would place in order for the flyer to come from Miami before they can bake it. This is great. This is a great life. But God told me, stay where you are until I ask you to leave. That's why so many problems cause tonight. Because we said God said when God never said anything. And Joseph took his son and went to Egypt. And there, there in Egypt, his son would go up for so many years. And Joseph, as a carpenter, guess what? I can see little Jesus just like those little Haitian boys. I could see Jesus run with no shoes on. I could see Jesus carrying water on his head. I could see Jesus carry woods for fire for his mom to cook. He was not any different than any ordinary kid. He was not any different. I can see him carry two jugs of water for mom to cook. When I'm looking at my little Haitian boys in this village running up and down, I look back 2,000 years ago what it was looked like for Jesus. It was the same life. I could see Jesus run with a little pinch like he needed a, a new pinch. Can you picture that? Because my country is just like we're living 2,000 years behind. I could see him carry... When I can see him carry wood for, 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 his, for his mom. But I also see him. I also see him walking alongside of his dad. I also see him building benches for people who need benches. I also see him building chairs for people that need chairs. I also see him being obedient to his father. My little beautiful girl, always be obedient to your mom and to your dad. Because that's what exactly what Jesus did in your age, at your age. I could see him take everything and carry it to the mom, carry it to the father. And guess what? When Joseph becomes so comfortable, 
This was so comfortable. In our lives today, when we're comfortable, we cause problems. In our lives today, when we're too comfortable, lots of problems rise up. But when Joseph was so comfortable, has so many clients, friends, people he knows, and God said, get up. You're going back to Jerusalem. Get up. You're going back to where I place you. I don't know what's going on in your life today. But God said to him, you're going back. Because the plan that I have for him, it's not Jesus, Jesus of Egypt. It's not Jesus of wherever. It was, it's supposed to be Jesus of Nazareth. You're going back. You're going back to where I first Draw the plane for you. To where I called you. There are so many of you here tonight. God is speaking to you. God is speaking to you. And don't come back a year later and all of that later, you get mad. God will lift you up where He promised you He would lift you up. In, in, in Egypt, they don't care about Jesus of Nazareth. But the word was spoken. There, he would raise him up to deliver his people. And Joseph packed his bag. Packed his bag. Left the house. Left all of materials behind. All of those equipment he has, he left them behind. He left them so he can be obedient to the Father. He had no friends with him. He has no family with him. He went up on a donkey. He came back on a donkey and went back and believed God will provide. Tonight, all the way from Haiti, missionaries always in need. Pastor Matt just talked about the need for putting kids to school. There's no way I could ever done such a good job like this. But if there's one thing that's very important to him, it's for you. Make sure you listen to him, not to a friend. If if there's something I want to leave you with, God has a plan to raise you up. He has a plan to bring you up. He has a plan to make you shine. Just be obedient to him. In this hotel, All of these people, they were too busy with their party going on inside. All of these people, they were too busy making their money. All of these people, they were too busy socializing with their friends. They didn't have time to see bloody women. 
They didn't have time to, to put a nice sheet for, for God. God has opened the door to see the greatest of the greatest of the greatest miracle. He was right there in front of them. You know the Bible talk about the gnashing of teeth. I was that close. He just like when 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 we gone. You come to church. You start playing politics. You 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 start missing the call of God. And when 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 you come when you reach the end. If I only listen to Pastor Mark, except Jesus, I would be in. That gnashing of teeth. Why I didn't open the door. Why I didn't accept him to be born in my hotel. Why I did not accept him to come inside my house. Why I did not accept him in my family. Why I did not accept him in my life. That was the gnashing of teeth. Next thing you know. The same people, 33 years later, they heard, he's gone. He's gone. That same Jesus that came to them to be born in the hotel room, they rejected. He's no longer there. He's gone. Tonight, there's one thing I want to encourage you. When I look at my country, we are, yes, we are poor. When I'm looking at my country, yeah, we have so many problems. I don't even know where to start. But there's one thing we're trying to hold on. It's our faith in Jesus Christ. Holding on tight. Holding it. This bench where you're sitting here tonight, God has anointed this chair. God has placed you in this chair. You walk out at that door when he tells you to. But if he doesn't tell you, stay here until he says so. If you get out of this door, you are on your own. But Joseph, he wanted to be sure. That's not a preaching. Someone told me, is it Christmas? I don't care. It's Christmas every day. I never heard about that Joseph. No, 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 no. He would not step out of this carpet. He doesn't matter how close he was. He would stay right there until God said it's time to leave. When God said it's time to leave, he did not care about the tools. He did, he did not care about his citizenship. He did not care about the money he has in the bank. He didn't care about anything. He just stepped out. When God says so. Tonight. Hold on tight to what you have. Not let anyone take it away from you. Would you stand up, please? There's a lot of time in our church. I asked my brother who played the drum to come to Haiti. Because when the guys playing my drum in Haiti, you have no idea what they're playing. The guy who's playing the keyboard, he plays whatever he wants to play. And <laughs> the guy who's singing, you don't know if he's in... You have no idea where he's at. 
I can never get it right. And ask Pastor Matt if he can bring these guys down and give us some lesson. <laughs> but we kind of had heard it. <laughs> we'll go back to our things the week after. But you know what? There's something more important. I may not know how to play it well. I may not know how to put the keys together. But my heart is singing to him. There are times every time I have Americans down, I feel so ashamed because my guys cannot get it right. But God always tells me, it's their heart that they're playing. Would you bow your head? Papa, qui nous ciel là, nous bénissons, nous exaltons. Nous disons merci pour grâce, merci pour miséricorde, merci pour bonté. Merci parce que c'est bon Dieu. Yes, you are God. Father God, I pray for Hope Church that you have a plan for this church. The devil stand right at the door, at the driveway, think that he can mess up the plan just like he tried to mess it up for Jesus. Father God, I pray that you would put your angels in the driveway of the church. You would place your angels in each door of the church. And you would place your angels all around this church. May everyone in this church stay together. Then they can father your kingdom. Father, give us the spirit of loving you and understand you and say yes to you no matter what. Bless this church. As I go back getting ready to leave, to go to Haiti, may I leave. But you, you're staying in the middle of this church. No one can shake it. In the name of your son, who live forever and ever. Jesus Christ. Amen.